Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial podcast where we determine if it really was aliens for the safety of humanity. I am Granville Moonwalker, and I am joined in extraterrestrial mystery by Kevin the Grey, aka Greybeard. <laughs> that is a magnificent grey beard you have there, Kev. How are you today? Freshly shaved. Freshly shaved. I lost my beard. Don't lie. Nice grey beard. You can see the hair. Stick on. <laughs> I've been playing Cluedo. Who was it? And where? The magician. In the kitchen. I didn't play it that closely. <laughs> At a candlestick. Right. At the start of each podcast, we will quote a line from a film involving aliens. Whoever is first to DM us with not only the film title, but the character too, you will get a shout out and get to pick the next film that we quote for a future episode. Today's quote is an easy one. They mostly come at night. Mostly. Now that that's done... <laughs> 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 On with today's file. Sounded like Michael Jackson reading that. <laughs> <laughs> they mostly kept the night. Mostly. Slow down, Tito. <laughs> In ufology, the Robert Taylor incident, also known as the Livingston incident, or Deckmont Woods encounter, is the name given to claims of sighting an extraterrestrial spacecraft on Deckmont Law in Livingston, West Lothian, Scotland, in 1979 by forester Robert Bob Taylor. Every time you say the word Scotland, I'm going to have to fight the urge to go, Aye, laddie! Scottish! Aye, laddie! Aye, laddie! Scotland. Aye, laddie! <laughs> Scottish! That did not sound Scottish at all. No, it really didn't. Laddie. <laughs> so Taylor got home from Deckmont Law, clothes torn, cuts and bruises on his chin and thighs. What? That escalated quickly. Look, I'm just giving you a summary. A taster, if you will. A starter. We've, a- we've gone from a Scottish laddie to cut some bruises and what? We've jumped in without the build-up. Look, I'm just giving you the starter before we get to the meat and potatoes. If this was a one-night stand, it'd be a very bad one-night stand. Or, or in fact, <laughs> you, get gra- you get straight to the money shot. <laughs> Thank you. I've been amazing. So is that good or bad? Depends whose perspective it is from. Well, let's continue and find out. <laughs> You'd be forgiven for thinking he'd been involved in a brawl of some kind. Maybe with a stray cat or some vicious street grannies. <laughs> but this was not the case. Street grannies. <laughs> They're vicious. They're Hello, handbags. And... Give me your money. <laughs> Stab you with knitting needles. Take some vegetables <laughs> on your way. <laughs> So he allegedly, truthfully, claims that he'd encountered a UFO of the Flying Dome variety and it had tried to pull him on board. He reported it to the police, but due to his injuries, they put it down to common assault. 
leaving this incident to become popularly promoted as the only sighting to become the subject of a criminal investigation. What are your thoughts? I'm waiting for the potatoes. <laughs> How do you like them? <laughs> Mashed. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the 9th of November 1979, Taylor, who was a forestry worker for Livingston Development Corporation, had parked his truck at the side of the road near the M8 motorway. That's a highway for our American listeners. He then proceeded to walk along a forest path with his dog. His dog doesn't actually have a name, so I thought long and hard about what to call him slash her. Let's not make assumptions about the dog's sexuality. So he walked up the path with Ricardo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've just read that bit because I wanted to shock you with it. (laughs) Ricardo. Ricardo. Sure, it wasn't like Ricardo. <laughs> no, it's Ricardo. I've never met a dog that sounds like that. Then you clearly never met Ricardo. <laughs> so Taylor reports that he saw a flying dome, approximately seven yards in diameter, hovering above the forest floor in a clearing, about five hundred and thirty yards from his truck. God, I hope there's some more Ricardo. <laughs> The object was a dark metallic colour with a sandpaper-like texture and also had an outer rim with small propellers. He could sense a burning smell similar to burning brakes, but before he knew it, he'd been grabbed. What? He was grabbed. Wait, where was he? He was in the forest. So he was looking at a dome overhead, then he'd been grabbed? No, so he followed it into the forest. Uh... Parked his truck, walked in. And was looking at it, and then he got grabbed. In a forest. By smaller spheres that resembled sea mines. What? (laughs) What? Sea mines? Sea mines. He was grabbed by a sphere? That resembled sea mines. Spheres don't have arms to grab people with. Well, they grabbed him nonetheless. (laughs) And they started to drag him towards the larger object. And it was at this point that Taylor lost consciousness. When he later awoke, the objects had gone and he was unable to start his truck. So he started his long walk back to his home in Livingston. What are your thoughts? Right, so we've got a man. What, who does he live with? And Ricardo. We've got a man and his dog. <laughs> his potentially Latin American dog. <laughs> Who's he live with? Ricardo. <laughs> Is there and anyone? his wife. Okay. So we've got a man who's ventured out into a forest with his dog. Say the dog's name. Ricardo! (laughs) There you go. And then, did you say he headed back home? After the was when he awoke. So he awoke with cuts and bruises and ripped clothes? Yes. In a forest? Yes. And then went home? Yes. Can you see what I'm thinking? (laughs) Ricardo! <laughs> this man went dogging in a forest. <laughs> that that his... is not where my mind went. <laughs> <laughs> he went dogging in a forest and he got his clothes a little bit ripped by the forest, having a roll around in the bushes in a forest. Forest bush. 
Where did you think my mind went? Sounds really bad. Rape. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was he raping or rapey? Rapey. That could also have happened, but I'm, I'm thinking way. <laughs> I'm thinking way off into the distance here, like what the culmination of the story is. I'm thinking he's had an incident in the bushes, gone home, told his missus that it was aliens. Oh, I see, I see. Well, actually, what he's done is gone and f***ed someone. <laughs> and he's used aliens as an excuse. But if he was raped, and this is absolutely horrid, but would he see aliens as less embarrassing than admitting that that happened to him? Depends how big of a guy he is. <laughs> How big of a guy <laughs> raped him. Oh, poor man. I just meant how big Taylor is, not the guy. <laughs> what sort of dog was Ricardo? Doesn't actually say. Ah, oh. so you don't have a picture of Ricardo? No, unfortunately not. All we can do is imagine Ricardo. Looks like. So when Taylor returned home, his wife called the police and a doctor to tend to his wounds. The police then accompanied Taylor to the location of the sighting. To look for everything. It must be quite hard going straight back to the exact point you were in a forest. Because forests kind of look the same. Depends where you... I suppose he parked his truck and his truck's still there. Oh, shite! Because he walked home. He he left his truck there and yeah. he went... <laughs> Why did he leave his truck? Because it wouldn't start. Oh... I was so focused on Ricardo. I feel like you've, you've made me tune in on Ricardo so much that I can't focus on anything else you're saying other than Ricardo. So what you're telling me Bloody. is that you were infatuated with Ricardo. He's getting deeper. You were seduced by Ricardo. I was seduced by Ricardo. <laughs> I'll accept it. So they found ladder-shaped marks where Taylor claims he saw the object and other marks which Taylor says came from the smaller sea mine objects. After witnessing the evidence, the police saw fit to record the matter as criminal assault. Ah. So, well, where are you swaying at the moment? Well, the fact it's been recorded as assault is leading you back towards the... I feel like I need to stop saying rape, but it sounds a little bit rapey. But who... Assaulted him. Well, if he's... Ricardo. Because <laughs> depending on what type of dog Ricardo was, wouldn't you think it would try to protect its master? Then why didn't it? He's covered in cuts, bruises and ripped clothes. Who knows? Ah, uh, I'm Me. all over the place here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not seeing the extraterrestrialness so far. But I'm definitely all over the place with my other theories. <laughs> There's nothing definitive thus far. Wait, how do we even know if it was aliens if it was spheres? That could be the Russians. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> they, they're always working on... Spheres? <laughs> new technology to mess with the Americans. It could have been the Americans messing with the Russians via Scotland, laddie. <laughs> Right, so I'm going to ignore everything you just said <laughs> and get back to the story. Ricardo. 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 <laughs> so since this encounter, the story has garnered a lot of attention among ufologists and has led to a plaque being erected at the truthfully alleged site. That is the. This is the picture 
if you can take a look Kev, you can see the plaque and where it is. <laughs> okay, bear with me one second whilst I have a real close look at this picture. I can't read the writing on the plaque. No, that could be anything. Them. It looks tiny though, doesn't it? That could say, Ricardo was here. I mean, they say they erected a plaque. What they've done is just kind of... I was about slung to, a I was piece about of metal. They pulled it to a rock. <laughs> they've, they've slung... <laughs> they drilled it to a rock. Literally slung a metal plate at a rock. <laughs> and that's how it's landed. And then someone's graffitied on it in Old English. <laughs> Maybe it was Ricardo. Now, this may help sway you towards the truth. UFOlogist and author Malcolm Robinson accepts Taylor's story and believes this could be one of the few genuine cases of a UFO encounter. Here's a little background on Malcolm Robinson so you know how legit this guy is. The fact you've said this makes me feel like he's going to be anything but legit. He's the sort of guy who sees Yuri Geller bending a spoon and he's like, he's a f***ing wizard! This guy is legit. He's too legit to quit. <laughs> Come on then. Hit me so, with it. Malcolm was the first Scotsman I to him. <laughs> a lecture on UFOs in America when he lectured at the 18th Annual International UFO Conference in Lachlan, Nevada, 2009. So he's hardcore into aliens. Probably the kind of guy who's going to be looking for any slight... He's hardcore. Yeah. Okay. Malcolm was the first Scotsman to give a lecture on UFOs in Holland, France and Ireland. So he likes giving lectures, we've established. Yeah, we have. Malcolm is one of... is one of only a handful of people on this planet who have been down into the murky depths of Loch Ness in a submarine back in 1994. One of the only? One of the only. Surely there must have been a lot of people by this point who have been to look for Nessie. One of the only. Meanwhile, is he suggesting that Nessie is an alien? One of the only. One of the many. I'm going to lean towards there. Do you reckon one of the others was Ricardo? <laughs> Did he take this bloke's dog? <laughs> I've even forgotten the bloke's name. All I can think of is Ricardo. <laughs> you mean Robert? That's the one. Okay. I was thinking Peter for some reason. The next. Movie mogul Steven Spielberg wanted to help Malcolm catch the Loch Ness Monster, but the plan sadly fell through. Steven Spielberg. Catch... Had they actually... We haven't even proved that the Loch Ness Monster is real. How are they going to catch it if they can't even see it? Steven Spielberg thinks it's real. He'd make a movie about it. Movie. I'm going to go over here and watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at this next one. Herbie so, Herb. Malcolm <laughs> has been slapped by a ghost... <laughs> What? Had his hair pulled by a ghost and kicked by a ghost on a number of investigations. What does... What? So not only does this guy... He's into the paranormal, not just aliens. Not only does he hunt aliens, he goes after ghosts. He's a ghost hunter. He's seen sparkling lights in a haunted bedroom and the lights looked like a kid's hand that had held a November 5th sparkler. So you know how they... Yeah, fireworks. Yeah, I'm with you. But I'm, I'm still thinking he was slapped by a ghost. How do we know he was slapped by a ghost? Because only he would experience that. So he could just be like, ghost just kicked me in the balls. 
<laughs> Son, a ghost just teabagged me. <laughs> oh, I get a profesh. Did you see it? Did you see it? Damn, so you're, Casper. You're admitting you've been teabagged. You're supposed to be friendly by Casper. So, bitch. So you've been teabagged. <laughs> the unfriendly ghost. <laughs> Is Casper stuck as a child forever? I would assume so. He's a child. Is he a child or a teenager? It depends. Because it's really weird because in the film, isn't he like 15 or 16? Or, but then when you see him as a ghost, he just looks like a kid ghost. Hmm. But I can understand why he's teabagging people. He's got a lot of sexual tension there, isn't he? He never got to reach weird. adulthood. Sorry, where were you? <laughs> so he also saw a pair of levitating shoes fly up into the air and crash through a glass window. Did anyone else see it? I have no idea. <laughs> but I think someone just threw this, a pair of shoes. Is this guy like the, the host of Most Haunted? It's an orb! He's also had a ghost shout at him to get out of her house. Ooh, this guy... Do you reckon he just walked into some woman's house, she showered him to get out, and then picked up a pair of shoes and threw them at him? He ducked <laughs> and they went out the window. He assaulted Robert. That's what happened in the forest. <laughs> it was Malcolm. That's why I believe him. <laughs> so, is he a host of Most Haunted? Is he like best friends with Derek Cora? I don't believe so. But I'm not 100% true. Because he's had a lot of ghost experiences here. So he's also reinvestigated the famous Suchi poltergeist. Have you heard about that? No, I've heard of Snoochi. Then. Bucci. I've never heard of it, and it's apparently famous. The Suchi poltergeist? Mm. Is it famous in Scotland? Aye, laddie! God damn it. So he's also lectured on UFOs in Shots Penitentiary Jail in Scotland in their special unit. How special? I don't know. And he saw a ghost floating in his bedroom in a previous house in Ealing. Strange phenomena investigations. Yeah. That sounds like angel investigations. (laughs) Numvad! Do the dance of joy! So he's seen spiritual lights above a lady who had been raped by a ghost. Yes, that is exactly (laughs) what I said. I was going to ask you to repeat that to be sure. What's a spiritual light? I'm guessing like a faint light. Why don't they say, why's he got to put spiritual on there? Because He's adding context that isn't there, isn't he? I don't trust this man. So Malcolm set out on a crusade to prove that these things, crusade. UFOs and ghosts, did not exist. But like all things in life, once you get your hands dirty and get right into the nitty gritty, Malcolm soon saw that things were even stranger than he could imagine. He did not set out to prove they don't exist. So have you? So I got this little line from IMDb, I think, mm-hmm. or somewhere. I can't remember. It might have been Amazon, like clicking on one of his books where it tells you all about him. Can you remember in the South Park film where they took the piss out of um, Rob Schneider? Vaguely. And they kept doing movie trailers about Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> Schneider. Just reading that out aloud just reminds me of that. All these weird set things. out on a crusade. <laughs> He's seen a chest of drawers rise into the air, float over to him, 
and drop at his feet, which was followed by an intense blast of freezing cold air. Mm. And mm. he was also the chief investigator into the Bonnie Bridge wave of UFO sightings in central Scotland. Aye, laddie! <laughs> Working with TV crews from Bristol to Bombay. So he was the chief so and Bombay. only investigator. Bombay bad boy. The only Bombay bad boy investigator. <laughs> so, what do you think of all this, Kev? You've just convinced me that he's a Burke, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> he's um, Googled a bunch of incidents and then claimed that he's actually investigated them, which is nothing like what we do. When we learn of something, we get involved. We go to interview the people... We check out the scenery. We go deep. We go, we probe, is what we do. This man has done none of that. I mean, sometimes we steal their pets. Like, Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, he, he's got it in his head that that exists. So he's gone out to do everything he can to prove that exists. He set up a camera, filming an empty space in a room, and then thrown some shoes across <laughs> it. It's been like, crikey! There goes some flying shoes! Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't even remember what he was supposed to be doing. All I remember is Legado! Legado. So he's big he- in the paranormal world. And he believes that this is one of yeah, true the true UFO. Now, this is the part where we turn to science. And in 1979, a skeptic by the name of Stuart Campbell, who went on to receive a bachelor's degree in mathematics and science in 83... A man of science. This man sounds trustable. <laughs> he visited a site with police to try and debunk this UFO theory. What do you mean, try? <laughs> I feel like his reputableness is teetering on the edge of a cliff here you sure so he found out that a local a local i really can't talk today he found out a local waiter waiter was there and he was gonna give him some meat and potatoes (laughs) so he found out that a local water authority had laid a cable duct (laughs) within a hundred have you laid a cable lately (laughs) i have a hundred foot of the clearing and in a field adjoining the site. He found some PVC pipes and he came to the conclusion that the marks on the ground were caused by the work that had been done. He was also advised on the case by Patricia Hannaford, founder of the Edinburgh University UFO Research Society. Never realised that a university would have a UFO Research Society. To be fair... It's really easy to set up societies at university. I have been a member. In fact, I've been on the board of the Cocktail Society. We never learned how to make cocktails. We just went and bought them from pubs and drunk them. But we were an official society. And fondled cocks. We had... No, we did not fondle cocks nor tails. Legado. It's safe. But yeah, you literally just got to fill in a form and stick it in. And there, there's your society. You could form one on pretty much anything. Oh, okay. Well, she was a qualified physician and she helped him with the medical aspects of the case. She suggested that the collapse was an isolated attack of temporal lobe epilepsy and the fit explained the object as hallucinations. Okay. I've heard that before. Symptoms such as Taylor's previous meningitis, which wasn't mentioned earlier. Shocking. (laughs) The strong smell and loss of consciousness suggest this is the cause. Also, a local businessman by the name of Phil Fenton 
Ted Ten. <laughs> it sounds like a name. You've just got to you bit, put a bit of fizzazz on it. Fenton. Please do that again. Fenton. <laughs> so Phil Fenton published a report in 2013 speculating that Taylor may have suffered a mini stroke and had been exposed to harmful chemicals which would have left him confused and disorientated and that the UFO he saw could have been a saucer-shaped water tower nearby. But why, if he fell to the ground, that might explain a couple of cuts and bruises, but all his clothes were ripped as well? Unless the dog rogered him while he was out of it. Oh, that's a really horrible thought as well. Oh, oh. But. Quick, get it out of my head. It Anything. depends where he fell. Onto the car door. Because <laughs> he could have fallen on, like, and rolled down a hill or something like that. Burning smells are associated with having strokes, actually. So, yeah. The more I think about it, the more that does make sense. But I still feel like no one's really honed in on the fact he's just a dirty dog. Sorry, <laughs> Ricardo. Ricardo. No offence meant. But he's gone out and got himself into a little mischief and then come home with a cracking excuse for the wife. <laughs> I mean, not only has the wife bought it, it's been investigated by God knows how many... <laughs> I mean, come on, assault. <laughs> He's got away with it, hasn't he? Or someone's got away with it. <laughs> We've still not established if he was the perpetrator or victim. So, what are your final thoughts on that? Is that aliens? Floating sphere sea mine. <laughs> <laughs> Shaped like a sea mine. Sea mine. So he could have been seeing lights You're not as part mine. of a stroke. <laughs> so was he having a stroke? Or was he the victim of some sort of horrid assault? But if you had a stroke, would you be able to get back up afterwards? If it wasn't the most severe one, then potentially, yes. People have had strokes without even realising. Yeah, that is true. Well, my first thought is that Malcolm Robinson doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He clearly has not looked at all the potential possibilities here. I think to be a good man in black, which he clearly is not, you really need to probe deep. You say he was a man in black. Where did you get that from? I said he's not, in fact. I said to be a good man in black, which he's clearly not, as in he's not a man in black, otherwise he would have done these things. Okay. He has not gone deep at all. He's literally tickled the beaver, but not (laughs) stuck anything in. (laughs) So he scratched the surface. He is. He's, yeah. I can't say that it was aliens. I don't um, think for one second that Taylor is a liar, but it was science. Mm. I truly believe that he believed what he saw, but I think the effects of the previous illness and possible epileptic attack may have caused it. Now, I've suffered an epileptic seizure myself, and that shit can be scary. At one point, you're at one end of the room, and you wake up on the floor at the other end, Everyone looking panicked and worried. And for you, only a split second in time is gone. That shit is scary. You've been abducted, my friend. But there was multiple people in the room. They were all frozen. So they saw me (laughs) have a fit. Have they been (laughs) hypnotised? No. 
then we can't rule it out. <laughs> this is where the hunger to investigate comes from. Shit, son. <laughs> maybe I was abducted. <laughs> Shit, maybe I was. I hope they didn't probe me. <laughs> you got to probe them back, just in case. But no. I, did you see any interviews or anything by this chap, or is it all um, research? No, I didn't. And I'd like to hear him talk to get a grasp of his believability. Unfortunately, he died in ah. 2007. Bless Rest him. in peace, Bob. Bless him. Okay, yeah, it's hard. Uh, I don't feel like it was aliens, but I'm quite taken by the was he up to mischief or did someone get up to mischief with him theory. But without seeing him speak... It's hard to judge whether that is the case or you whether it was health issues. If he's telling, yeah, the truth or not. Absolutely, I get what you're saying. So I, I don't feel like I can come to a final conclusion as to what actually happened, further than ruling out aliens. So, two no's, no aliens, no aliens. I'm not saying it was aliens. Right. Unfortunately, there were no aliens in today's podcast, but we hope that you enjoyed it nonetheless. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's file and the podcast in general. You can follow us at But It Was Aliens Podcast on Instagram, But It Was Aliens on Twitter, or if there's a visit you'd like us to, hashtag probe, you can email us at butitwasaliens at gmail.com. Think your car is an alien? <laughs> Think an alien is hiding under your bed? Think that person that you're tugging it to over there is an alien? <laughs> over there that you're tugging it to yeah. <laughs> someone's sitting in the corner of the room and you're beating off oh. <laughs> oh. have you been to jail no <laughs> oh <laughs> hashtag <laughs> probe <laughs> oh, sure. so have you been to jail <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure.